Hey everyone, welcome to the Tailored Tech Talk Podcast, a weekly look into the world of DevOps and tailored software solutions. We're your hosts, Ben Hayden and Chris Reynolds. And this week, we'll be talking about converting paper into data using a tool called Amazon Textract. Textract enables us to automatically extract text, handwriting, and data from scanned documents using machine learning. It's a lot of words. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, how it works in the real world. So Love we it. had a customer that uh, came to us and they had what I think is probably a fairly common process that they use. This customer has applications that are paper that are used like in the field. And this is like a building kind of company. So these guys are in uh, real estate and, uh, and, and their builders have to fill out certain types of applications. And then they send a check-in as well uh, for, the, for the payment of the product that they offer. And every day they might get, you know, 50 to 100 of these in the mail. And they open the mail and what they did, so what did they do previously? They had this large old corporate scanner and the old corporate scanner had built in OCR technology. And if you haven't heard of OCR, OCR stands for optical character recognition. It's been around for a while, but it used to be pretty bad, uh, meaning it wasn't very good at figuring out uh, <laughs> what, the, what, what, what data was there based on what's on the page. Uh, and it was particularly bad with handwriting. Uh, you know, it, it was okay when it came to typed stuff uh, where a typewriter or a computer had, had made it. Uh, so what they did was they would take this data or these documents, and they would scan them in the corporate scanner. And they had to do these one packet at a time, meaning they would do essentially two pages. It would be the application page and then the check page. And they would get that, and then that would do some thinking, and then it would spit out some data. And they would do another one, and it would do it again. And you know, so the process was pretty slow. Somebody stood at the scanner for hours, essentially. Uh, going and the logic was built into the scanner, right? That's right. The logic was built into the scanners, which means that the scanner... Uh, the scanner's age was a, was a big piece of this. Like it just had older technology built in. Um, and then there was also a software component. So this customer had to work with the, the scanning uh, provider to show them on the page what data they wanted to extract. And then the they'd go through this process, the software that would use the results of the OCR from the scanner tool would then give them that data and they'd take it and they'd put it into the, they had a custom application that they uh, use to sort of run their company and keep track of all the applications and checks and all that kind of stuff. So that's where they were at. The, um, the technology was pretty bad. It was not very effective. They had they had an estimate that above 90% of the handwriting was completely inaccurate or just totally missing in the data that they were getting out yeah. of the scanner, which is which is kind of crazy. So they went to the scanning company and they said, hey, you know, um, what can we do to improve this? We're doing a lot of manual stuff here that's really not better than us just having a human looking at this and typing the data in. And they said, well, you know, it's no problem. We'll just give you a new scanner. And the new scanner is going to cost you, you know, $50,000. And uh, then we will need our custom programmers to come in and build you some uh, custom pieces around, you know, what area of the page this is on. And so, you know, on and on and on it went. And of course, the cost of that just sort of kept growing. So this customer had done a little bit of internet research and discovered that uh, Amazon has a service called Textract. And that Textract has an OCR technology built in that is 
uh, sort of supercharged with machine learning, meaning that it just keeps getting better at its ability to discover things on the page, handwriting, text, various types of documents. We'll get into that as well. Uh, and so he was very interested in finding out how that might work and sort of doing a cost comparison with, with that. So he reached out to us and asked us to, uh, to, to give him a price estimate. We ended up doing that project for them and we saved them in the first piece of that project. We saved them over $30,000. Now, because the older scanning software would, uh, would actually have to be updated in future years too. We probably saved them triple that over the course of a 10 year period because, uh, Amazon web services is just going to keep making Textract better, uh, as it scans more documents, yep. which is great. Uh, so let me talk about a little bit about what the solution ended up looking like sort of from a customer perspective. What we ended up doing with this is we made it to where when they got their scan, their, their, uh, mail in for the day, they would open the documents. They would just put them all in one stack, application check, application check, application check. And then they would put the whole stack in a scanner and it didn't need to be a big corporate scanner. It could be a, you know, couple hundred dollar scanner, desktop scanner that kind of has high speed or whatever. And you could do multiples of those if you wanted to. So way cheaper hardware, uh, is all you have to have. And then that would scan essentially straight to extract. We actually took it to S3 first, and then we, we pulled it in, uh, to extract from there for Textract from there. And then, um, Textract gave us back some data. We would parse that data and provide them all of the data that they needed for their internal system. They only needed of the total number of fields on that document, you know, they only needed 10 or 15 uh, of those fields. So we provided them right. the field sets back and they pulled that data out via an API and uh, pushed it straight into their to their processing system. So that was a very smooth process for them. It went from somebody scanning and sitting there for hours to putting a single stack of paper on the scanner, hitting start, and being done. <laughs> so the process was way, way faster, saved them. We, I'm not even, in my calculation of, of savings, I didn't even calculate uh, the amount of time we saved them in the long run, which obviously right. accounts for a huge amount of savings as well. Um, and they actually ended up building a little process for a quick human review also on the back end. So they could sit there and just go, hey, um, you know, does all of this look right? And they could just say, you know, click, go, 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 go. They rubber stamp, you know, 99% of them. And then one, they might make a correction on, on its way through. Um, and there are some tools that Textract provides for that now that they, they didn't provide before. We'll talk about some of those as well. So that was the solution uh, in you know, sort of a bird's eye view of the solution. Uh, and I just wanted to get in in you, the listener's head, uh, about what what is Textract? What might it be useful for? So this was the use case that we used. Um, we'll talk about a few other use cases, but before we do, Ben, you want to talk a little bit about just like how we did it? So a little bit of the technicals behind how we how we did sure. this thing. Yeah, um, I think probably the first thing I'll say about Textract and why you would look at Textract. Versus, say, maybe a product SaaS solution of this that's uh, outside of Textract is just how well it plays with all the other Amazon um, tools. Uh, it fits really well into the ecosystem. Um, Chris already mentioned uh, S3, but that's a really natural um, starting spot for Textract. So the way that um, we took this is um, we would run... These, these scanners would run um, and they would scan the document to a local storage. Um, and then once that local storage uh, had a time job 
um, to scan, I mean, to uh, S3 sync these documents up to a bucket. The bucket would then um, fire off a Lambda. We talked about Lambdas last week. They're just little functions that run on a trigger. Uh, the trigger here being a new uh, file is being an S3. Uh, that would then start the Textract analysis. Textract is um, fast, um, faster than OCR in a lot of ways, but it's not immediate. So it's it's something that is started and then once it is finished, um, say like we had a hundred page uh, PDF that would take roughly two to three minutes. Once it's finished, it sends uh, a message to an SNS topic. Uh, for those that are following along that are um, less familiar with AWS internals, it's basically send an email. An email was sent um, to an address whenever that was finished, which then fired off another Lambda that would then process the Textract um, response, which is just a huge text file of data, um, JSON, so it's structured data, but a huge amount of structured data around this uh, PDF. And inside of that um, JSON document, they had uh, information around, um, basically it was a big, a big, like a big list, and it would start um, with the block uh, which is like the PDF, the first, like a page. And then inside each block would have lines, lines of text, and inside of each line would have words. Um, and uh, each one of those pieces would have a bounding box, which are um, roughly the X and Y coordinates of where this was found on the document. Um, that's helpful for highlighting the form later in a post-process sort of solution. And then it would have the actual word or the text that it found and then it would have a confidence score or a confidence rating. Uh, that information we used in our processing Lambda to decide, did we find the information we were looking for? Yes or no. If not, look for somewhere else in the document because a lot of these forms kind of have redundant fields. Um, so we were able to move around um, and find somewhere else. And so once we had all that information, um, since this customer had several applications in one PDF, um, so like roughly about twice as many um, pages as there were applications. So there's about two to three pages per application. So we would take this one PDF and chunk them up um, and then take these chunks and put it on an SQSQ or put it on a queue for the API to pull down in that um, downstream system. Uh, so there's a lot of different little AWS pieces, but they flow really well together. Uh, we, uh, the information that we sent on the queue were um, the text itself the where um, to find this application in the um, PDF itself. So this chunk is from page 71 to 74, that kind of idea. And then it would also um, have the, the fields that they were looking for, such as check number, check amount, that kind of thing, um, and the confidence rating that we matched correctly. Um, and they would then use that in that human review that Chris mentioned. Uh, to decide did the computer get it right or not. Uh, we usually had a really high rating on, on things like check numbers or anything printed. Uh, the things that usually needed the human review would be email addresses that see people that just wrote in with a pin. Um, there are so many ways to make an at symbol. Um, <laughs> so, you know, you, you got to figure out if that's an at or an E or some sort of funky a. Um, so that, uh, the ML process inside of Textract is definitely getting better. We saw a significant 
um, what I would call like rollout on the Textrack side, not really announced to customers, but like it's one of the reasons why we pitched Textrack to this customer, like, or, you know, we'll pitch it to you all now is that it's getting better over time. Um, there was an example with our checks where um, Chris taught me this word, micker line, at the bottom of a check that contains the check number, routing number, and account number information. All that always appears on a check, and that's uh, information that they needed to, to track. Um, the first round of text tract, it didn't really know what those characters were. Um, the little funky characters, um, uh, and... It would say, oh, that's two I's and a colon. <laughs> um, and and so, like, you know, some of our code got to be kind of nasty uh, figuring that stuff out. But um, about six months, I think, after we had rolled it out, there was a massive update. And all of a sudden, TechStrack's like, yeah, I know what those are. Um, and it's all these Unicode characters up to this point that are actually matching the, the characters that were printed on a check. And it was able to, we were able to remove whole methods from our process code just because we didn't have to um, figure out those fake check number characters. So um, anytime as a programmer you get to remove code and the thing works better than it used to, that's a win. Yeah. Um, and, and and that also lowers uh, maintenance costs for your end customer because there's less code to debug and maintain. Um, so that's kind of like a, a technical diversion, if you will, of how we implement it and um, just some of the different pieces along the way. Yeah, it was it was a really fun project because um, we could measure. It was very easy to measure how successful it was on the tail end. We worked with the customer, and we we told them, "Look, you know, we keep working on this until it does the thing that it needs to do." And at the end, they were very very satisfied with the solution. In fact, they came back later because they added some new applications, and they said, "Hey, can we get these additional applications added to the you know to the code so that we can get these in as well?" And, uh, and as Ben said, we actually got to remove some code in that process and, and make a few changes and, and just make it a bit more stable, uh, which was great. I will also mention just uh, on the back end of this that uh, this was another solution where, and we do this for all of, all of the solutions that we, that we build, we built uh, online constant 24-7 monitoring. So we actually know when a check scans and something goes wrong or it can't see it or the document comes comes in sideways or you know, there's all sorts of things that can happen yeah. on scanners but uh we it's a picture of a form yeah. that's at 25 percent of the size yeah exactly we see some oddities but um there are a lot of interesting things that have been built into Textract even since we we built even that the last uh, extension and i want to talk about a few of those Ben talked about the micker, the ability to get a micker line. So if you do any sort of financial stuff, you collect checks in, in any way, shape, or form, it is easier and easier and easier to collect the data off of that check using Textract, which is great. Um, it's it's had built in, I think, from the beginning, or at least close to the beginning, the, the ability to scan certain types of IDs and get a uh, driver's license or a passport and tell you all of the information that's on that. So it has been trained on a data set of IDs from like all the different states, probably all the different countries, I assume, uh, and then passports right. as well. So there's a, a different, uh, there's a different API point that you actually call for that. And it's a slightly more expensive one. Right. Any of them that have been trained on a certain data set are a bit more expensive to run. So the IDs are, are one of those. 
The other one, uh, there's two more. There's one that's an expense API now that they have available, and that will that's been trained on a data set of invoices and receipts, which is super cool. Um, and it also has the ability to pull basically all of the data that you would normally see on different types of invoices and receipts. Now, what, what does that actually mean? One of the things that we didn't talk about when we talked about the data that we get back, you get back you know, the lines. So just think about like looking at a document from left to right, like line one, line two, line three, like that. You get the words. So every word chunk that's in there. But you also get these key value pairs. So when you think about this idea of uh, a form that might say like name colon and then have like a, an underline for you to write your name, it tries to, to put that right. into a key value pair that's like name and then here's the value. You know, first name value, last name value, address value, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and sometimes that didn't work depending on the design of the form. If the form is designed differently, so it's not this left right business, um, it's a little, it does a little bit less good of a job with that. But that's where the different APIs, the ID API, the expense API, and then also the other one is the lending API. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, where, where those really shine, they do a better job of pulling those key value pairs out for you so that you don't have to go through a document on a line by line basis to try to find the things you need or on a bounding box or anything like that. The lending API, uh, is largely designed around loans, particularly mortgage documents. So anybody that does mortgage document type of work. Um, it's a great tool for that. It has been trained on a huge number of uh, mortgage documents to be able to pull the key value pairs that you are used to seeing or needing out of the out of those mortgage documents. So you'll see new APIs. I suspect that that's really where a lot of the additional changes will come in. For sure. They'll add new API endpoints and say, hey, we've trained this on a huge set of data uh, that you could never do on your own. I see health health is missing here. I can see that. Absolutely. Yeah. Some health forms will be, will be popping up. So anyway, super cool. A lot of, a lot of growth potential. They have signature detection in there as well. So if you have to capture the signature on a document, you get that as an image, um, in a particular area that comes out, that's all built in as well. Um, so all of those things are, are really good use cases for, uh, when you might use Textract. in general, I would say that if you have paper, that you are trying to figure out how you turn into data, either images, but usually images and its accompanying data, right? We'll talk about one of those use cases in a second. Textract is a super, super good and probably the best solution for that problem. Um, Ben mentioned there are some SaaS products that do this. There are, there's some really good SaaS products that do this actually. but you know, so how would you pick between maybe just rolling out, like using a SaaS product and using, uh, Amazon Textract? Well, most of those SaaS products are using Textract under the hood. Or should and be. what that means is, that, yeah, or should be, there's a margin there, uh, that they're, that they're taking on top of it and, yeah. and they should be, that's the, that's their, that's their business. As long, as long as you, if you have a, a very, very large amount of scanning that you do and you do it consistently, it's not a one-off thing. It's like, we're doing this thing and this is just part of our business process for a long time into the future. All the only difference you'd be dealing with is an upfront cost to get it set up. And you have to do an ROI calculation to determine, okay, we know the running cost is going to be cheaper in the long run because we're only going to be paying the base Amazon rates, which is what the SaaS companies are doing as well. Um, so it's it's just another factor to consider as you think about how would I use a tool like Amazon Extract 
Textract in order to um, run as smoothly and efficiently as possible uh, within your company. Definitely. The um, I think there's just a couple other cool features that we'll throw in at the end here. Um, we talked about uh, human review as part of this company's process. Um, Amazon has thought of that as well. They have this uh, new tool called Amazon Augmented AI that's to um, help provide oversight of the models and check for sensitive data. Um, it, it can be triggered based off confidence ratings, so it can flag certain uh, documents um, and send them to appropriate parties that need review. Um, so if you have automation to the point where you're not doing human review unless this thing is triggered, that allows um, for even less uh, human to document interaction um, unless like a certain threshold's met. Um, and then they also have a concept of text queries, um, which uh, uh, is a little bit different than um, the process that we built for this customer, where you can actually use natural language um, questions to get information. So once you have a document that has been processed, you'd say, what was the name of the applicant and get back John Doe um, and have it pull from the document. So it's um, all that stuff is probably... Uh, subject to a company's use case and or what product is being built um, around Textract. But there is a lot of flexibility there um, that they've built in. Yeah, and we're, we're seeing a lot of that, like the, the AI side of, uh, specifically with natural language processing, largely, I think, because of the large language model things that are happening in the world with like ChatGPT. We're seeing a lot of like things that were previously technical, like SQL, um, we'll, there's a bunch of tools that are doing this now and I'm sure we'll do a podcast on it, but this, this idea that you can just literally ask it questions in English and have it and have it take care of technical stuff for you. So we're seeing right. a lot of that. One use case I did, I did want to drop in here just as a, a, as sort of a last point is, you know, there are still a number of companies. Um, I think probably quite a few companies, uh, in, in the world that don't have a fully digitized file system, right. That they, they aren't using like a, a fully, um, you know, the, all of the documents that come in by paper might stay in paper. They might put them in file folders and then put them in a big file folder, uh, vault somewhere. Yep. We actually work with some of those companies that, that do that type of thing. And I know it's not sexy, but it is a, it is still a very common business use case for companies that have a digitization, uh, initiative in their organization. And they're trying to move from paper files into digital files. This solution is such an obvious use case. Uh, you know, basically getting in back scanning those files and then putting them into a system that can then keep the image. But then I think in most of those systems, what you do is you index the image and indexing the image means that we drop words that are important in certain field sets so that you can search for them later and then put them in different places. Um, this is a great use case for that. So if you are somebody who said, you know, I just can't imagine how we would ever get on top of our enormous file system that we have, you know, with vaults, vaults and vaults of data uh, of files. Um, this is, this is the way this is done. You scan these in and, and you don't have to have a human looking at every page and typing in the words that are important. Textract will do that piece for you. So great use right. case. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, anything else do we have on Textract or are we wrapping up? I, I think it's about time to call it. All right, man. Well, uh, that, wraps up this week's tailored tech talk make sure to follow us on linkedin and facebook or directly by subscribing to our mailing list we will be back next week have a good one